1: Welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for the Star Wars The Bad Batch episode, Battle Scars. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and I am joined once again by my faithful co-host, uh, the illustrious Joe <laughs> Hogan.
0: You making me blush. You make me blush, sweetheart. How you doing?
1: Fantastic. And of course, the altitudinous Kyle Avery. <laughs> How's the weather down there, fellas?
0: Cold. Uh, heat yeah. rises.
1: <laughs> I I I mean obviously the, the 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 big deal is that Captain Rex is back, right? We're gonna talk about that in a minute. But before we do, let's run down the E3 news. Uh the E3 <laughs> Star Wars video game news. All right, let's get into the episode recap. Great. I- <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Uh yeah I, huh? What the heck? Huh? <laughs> Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, nowhere to be seen. Um, not a not a word from uh. Well, it's Traveler's Tales, right? That that uh, yeah. those games. I, uh, yeah, nothing about Jedi Fallen Order two. Nothing about.
2: Well, EA didn't okay. have one. Like, EA there was no conference
0: EA conference. conference.
2: Yeah. Right. And EA's event is in July. So, to be honest, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting a whole lot from this going into it. Because, um, in, you know, if we're getting any big EA titles anytime soon, like Jedi Fallen Order 2, or if they've got anything new in development, I would expect we'd hear about that at the EA event and not at E3. Um, Ubisoft had their event, and we know they've got a Star Wars game in development, but that's in really early development um so i'm not really surprised that we didn't um hear about that yet um but yeah i i thought that we would hear something about uh lego like if anything i thought we would get lego star wars and then that new game star wars hunters that they've got coming out later this year which i think is like a mobile Mm. game but also coming out for switch so i thought we might hear about that lumped in with some of the nintendo stuff but um yeah quiet on all fronts i forgot about that star wars hunters game
1: Star Wars hunters,
2: let's
1: this is just like shoveling garbage out there. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, this looks like this looks like trash. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. Most wear, yeah. Let, let's be really clear, most Star Wars video games suck. Um, these days, yeah. I uh, I I no, I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> even in the era when there was some great stuff coming out, there was still a lot of. There was a lot, of, <laughs> for for every Rogue Squadron, there was a Star Wars Demolition, right? <laughs> like
0: I love that game. Yeah. I don't care how bad it is. I love you, that game.
1: You you can love it, but it doesn't <laughs> change so the fact bad. that it's it's not <laughs> it's a good game.
0: So what about Super Bomb band Racing for PS2? No,
2: Anybody it. on that one? Just me. I've never played it because I never had a PlayStation, but I feel like that's one of those games that's like... It's horrible. Proof. Like, you know it's, what you're getting into with that. It's
1: horrible, and it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so easy to make a good kart racer. It's mm-hmm. so easy. I mean, like, there are so many great kart racers, and there are actually very few awful ones. And... Bombad Racing is is on the list of awful ones. Like it's, <laughs> it's
0: so stupid. I love it. Con-
1: conceptually, I'm down. Like you guys know, like I like a silly Star Wars. Mm. But but yeah, it, there there's there there's just something about the way that it controls. Like it's just not it's not fun. <laughs> it's it's just not fun to play it.
0: It's it's the zero the hut of video games. I love it. There you go. I love it. Huh, yeah,
1: um, yeah, I mean, like like e three just in general was kind of I think a little bit disappointing for a lot of people i uh, i I think that it had a lot to do with covid. Um, it and, had to and and, and, Unquestionably. and the fact that, yeah, just like I think there's a lot of stuff that should be further down the pipeline, but isn't, yeah. so uh it is what it is we we are where we are right now we're also in this in this new era like there really hasn't been an E3 for the last 2 years so like coming back this year and them trying to like like come back with a vengeance it was like good effort but also um like Sony's not playing ball EA is doing their well, own thing. Sony like,
0: hasn't like, for a while. Sony no, does haven't. their own thing.
1: But um, and 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 so does Nintendo. They just they just time their right. direct and and treehouse special with right. E3, right? Like but it's really like it's not like like going to a convention center in Los Angeles is not part of the experience anymore. It mm-hmm. doesn't need to be. Um and and so like there are more opportunities this year. Sony is doing a conference at some point. They're just not doing it as part of E3, which I think is a genius move not to become a video game podcast two weeks in a row, but, (laughs) but it's, it's, it's very smart of Sony and EA to let everybody else go (laughs) like, and to let Microsoft in particular get just like washed away in the tide of news. Cause like, what did Microsoft announce on Sunday morning that, like, is is still in the news cycle? Because um, as far as I can tell, like, not not really anything. Like, nothing. Summer Games nothing. just kicked off with with uh, uh, that that Elden Ring. Oh man, uh, I reveal, can't wait. Which like that's I don't care, I, but it's a that but that's the- massive.
0: That was right? the biggest thing to come out, and it yeah. wasn't even E3. That was the yeah. biggest thing that exactly. everybody's talking about.
1: Um, and then and then Nintendo closed it out today with with some rad announcements for very small games. <laughs> I, I love that Nintendo. Like, um, I I I, I saw I saw somebody post. Uh, I think maybe it was on Facebook or something that like like Hey, everybody, remember like Nintendo has a different bar from everybody else. Like, like they, they set their own agenda and like the rest of the industry is like running around, like how much more hardcore, how many teraflops can we get? How, how like, like what, what simulated ray tracing, blah, 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 uh, you know, uh, draw distance garbage can we throw at the wall? And everybody's like, wow, Forza looks like another game with cars um like it's just like this Not stuff that is not time of year again yeah um yeah how many maddens can you stuff into a football yeah. I, I don't know but uh but EA's gonna let you know when it's their turn can't um wait. but nintendo's over here like uh hey you guys remember the game boy advance you guys remember that <laughs> you've all bought this handheld system over the last year uh because of uh because of <laughs> coronavirus so let's uh let's adapt a bunch of stuff and make a sequel to a game <laughs> that most people don't even remember exists, which is Metroid fusion, right? Like, cause Metroid dread is a sequel to that. And then the mm-hmm. Advance wars games coming back, like it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's beautiful to me. Like I, I love it, but, uh, but I, I don't know how many other people are like that excited about Advance wars one and two with, uh, um, incredible 3d animation oh my god it's just i get so excited every time i think about it i get a little goose pimples it, it I'm, just, I'm excited it makes, it makes me so happy that that's coming in december and so many things they're all like this year um but uh but yeah like they don't they they're really not playing the same game at all from from everybody else who are like here are these epic sprawling new games <laughs> and nintendo's like Game Boy Advance is alive again. (laughs) And everybody's (laughs) like, yes, please. We took all of the N64 Mario Parties and we put all of them in one thing. It's like, so you didn't really do anything new for Mario Party Superstars? No, it's all stuff you've already played. Well, I'm going to buy it. So, you know, Uh, that's Nintendo to a T, right? Uh, Hey, remember that thing you already gave us money for? Give us money again.
0: Do it again.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, in perpetuity forever and ever.
0: And I'll do it. Every I'm time. i a Nintendo simp. I don't care. Every they're just, time. T- they're
2: just taking a page out of Disney's book, aren't they? Yeah, basically. basically. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: yeah, HD. But they're not even, like, I mean, they are technically HD. But it's not like they're, like, 4K, which is where everybody else is at, which is the funny thing. But well, I, I'm sure that at, at EA Play, we will get something about fallen order um i mean hey the 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 next gen i i upgrade versions have just released for jedi fallen order for the first one so you know if if a if if you've been waiting and somehow have a ps5 or an xbox series x is that what it's called uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you've got, if you have one of those consoles and you haven't played Jedi Fallen Order yet, uh, and you're listening to this podcast, uh, congratulations on being a very weird Star Wars fan, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like, go get it, go get it now. Cause this is going to look better than it ever has. Um, I ju- I had to wrap up Ratchet and Clank before I could jump into it, but I just, I did finish Ratchet and Clank. So I think I'm probably going to jump into Jedi again. And uh, play through it for my fourth time, hmm. uh, I, I, which I don't replay video games that often, but uh, it's so good, it's so good. My favorite Star Wars thing from 2019. Um, but uh, yeah, so so that that is, I guess that was technically news. They they did that what on Friday, last Friday or whatever. They like just kind of, they told us it was coming but they didn't give us a release date and then they just kind mm. of shadow dropped it of like hey it's out today um so go do that if you have the ability we're talking to a very uh small number of people because for some reason Sony and Microsoft don't want people to have their console but uh, uh <laughs> if you're lucky enough um but I guess that's it you guys ready to get into the actual episode oh yeah I'm star ready. Wars.
2: what else you got give me more
0: hyperdrives online crosshair take the towers how many are there five of them that's clone force 99
1: this is wrecker
2: hunter
0: echo tech and crosshair
2: My name's Omega.
0: The Clone Wars have ended. You can either adapt and survive or die with the past.
1: Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Good soldiers follow orders. Episode recap. Okay, uh, Bad Batch Battle Scars, directed by Saul Ruiz and written by Jennifer Corbett. Uh, Here we go. Uh, The Rokai gang pursues the Bad Batch through space, firing relentlessly. The thieves seek to recover a valuable creature that Clone Force 99 has secured. Finally, the Marauder makes the jump to light speed. Uh, You could say that Bad Batch blasted off. (laughs) Yay. Uh, Arriving back at Ord Mantell, the team delivers the animal to Sid completing their latest job. Sid gives the Bad Batch their cut of the bounty, but docks them for various debts they owe her, none of which were known to Hunter. Elsewhere, Wrecker and Omega buy some Mantel mix and ask that it be put on Sid's tab. How much is this Mantel mix, and how much of it are they eating that it's, like, <laughs> making a dent in their, in their bounties? Because, uh, yeah, uh, it's popcorn, guys. It's popcorn. You better not be paying more than, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the exchange rate is on, uh, on Imperial credits, but I got to imagine it's not more than like two or three credits.
2: Well, I mean, so that Mantel mix, they sell that at galaxy's edge. And you know, if you know how much they charge for food at Disneyland, (laughs) <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's fair. it might be enough to put a dent in somebody's tab but oh, i thought wow. that was a super cool easter because i've actually like i i got that when we went to galaxy's edge and so yeah when when that showed up i was like holy crap i've eaten that before that's so cool
0: <laughs> i'm a star Wars.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah um yeah i it, here's here's the thing here's the thing i'm gonna be a stick in the mud i get it i get that like everybody is excited because galaxy's edge is a place that you can go to and you can experience all of the star wars there um it 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 annoys me how often black spire stuff shows up in current like 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 the like the newly released media because i feel like there's gonna be it's like It's like when you're um, when you're carbon dating fossils and you look at the sediment layers of like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of limestone there. That's how we know that it's that it's this many millions of years ago. Right. Like like we can tell or like when you cut open uh, uh, like 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 you cut down a tree and you look at the rings and you can see that like, oh, these rings are all black because there was a like this tree survived through a forest fire. So like you can see the years that the, that the tree has survived. It's like, if you go back through the star Wars, I, I, I like, like the, the media in, in 20 years, there will be this like weird moment where everything was a reference to, to galaxy's edge for like a year and a half or two years. And it's just like, it, it, to me, it's just like, it's a little bit too much. It's just a little bit too much. Everybody needs to kind of pull back a little tiny
0: bit. Um, Brigadier Buzzkill over here, harsh and (laughs) Kyle mellow.
2: Well, also, I I haven't seen a lot of the other references that you're talking about. I'm assuming some might be like in the books and comics and stuff. It's
1: like like in the books and the comics. It just feels like every time I turn around, they're like, they're like, hey, hey, have you been to Galaxy's Edge yet? Which I haven't, Mm -hmm. which is probably one of the reasons why I'm bitter. But also, it's just like it feels a little bit. It's which is silly because it's Star Wars. It's all a commercial product. It always has been, from day one, right? Buying action figures and stuff, buying boxes that don't contain action figures, but will you by Christmas you'll get them, Uh or or whenever it was maybe or they sold them for Christmas and you would get them in March or whatever.
0: Right? Yeah, I think that's um, what it was. Yeah.
1: But I I it it just feels a little bit like like the 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 overlords are like, hey, don't forget. Don't forget. But, but I know I'm sure that I'm being a little bit cynical on that and that it's just some of the, the, the writers and and artists and stuff like that being like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And it's like, yeah, every once in a while, guys, every once in a while, not like every third episode of the show. Not like, you know, anyways, uh, uh, and, and like, but the other part of it is like, go to, go to, to, batu like actually actually go there in something right like actually make black spire part of a story i'd be totally cool with that but it's just like it's just like here's all of the stuff that you can buy <laughs> uh, uh that that always shows up or is referenced or whatever but anyways uh i wouldn't be surprised if
2: they go there at some point on the show
1: i would like them to i would like to see it in in either this or in the Mandalorian or something. Right. Like I, I would like to yeah. see more of that, of that location and also to have it like, because right now it's like, there like the whole, the whole black Spire storyline is something that happens between the last Jedi and rise of Skywalker, but it all feels very like non-canon it, it, because it's, because a, they like they haven't told us any stories from that time period other than like w- like one issue of the Poe Dameron comic where it's really just them. It's a framing device of them on the Millennium Falcon and then they're talking about other stuff and then and then Resistance Reborn. Right. Is that the book? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yeah, like like actually actually tell some stories uh, I like in something that that counts. Uh, that involve that too so that the next time that somebody goes it's like oh that's cool there's that thing that blah 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 right but i'm sure they'll get there they'll get there with something but uh just uh, just stop putting merchandise in things <laughs> stop being like well at least th- we're not, th- not seeing the, uh, workshop.
0: at least uh, we're not seeing yeah. the the pepsi bottles yet <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, the, <laughs> it hasn't gotten that bad yet but yeah
1: that, there's a there's a whole licensing thing there that has to happen <laughs> with the they're Coca Cola by the way, uh, you can't get. Pepsi well, what did products I say? Pepsi.
0: I'm am so sorry. Well, I think you I got the Dasani be. right. Yeah, so I had the Dasani water.
1: Yeah. Uh Anyways, yeah. Do we want to keep going? Let's sure. Let, let, let's jump into the next part.
0: Back at Sid's Parlor, a hooded figure sits quietly until two regulars, Bolo and Ketch, threaten him. Soon after, blaster shots ring out and the duo flees, while the Bad Batch and Sid run in looking to see the cause of the commotion. The patron removes his hood to reveal the face of Captain Rex, hero of the clone army. Shocked, Hunter asks where he's been. That's a long story, the legendary clone replies. Ugh. Ugh. This was the moment I was like, yep, this is going to be one of my favorite episodes. And And it is. It's in my top three, I think, so far. Um, side note, real quick, did we touch on? I don't know which one is Bolo, which one is Catch the Hammerhead. Um, are they? Is he designed after like the old Kenner figures? Because every yeah. time I see him, I think I like. I keep meaning to look it up because he's got like what the blue shirt. I think. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. Like, it, yeah. Like, he is. With no sleeves or whatever.
1: Yeah, he is. And there's uh, in Star Wars Rebels, there's also uh, an Aquilish that looks like
0: Walrus Man. Uh, well, uh, he was he was also in Bad Batch. He was he was driving that truck when Fennec was chasing uh, uh, Omega, the truck that yeah, they were on when Hunter picks them up. Did, he was he the one to, me- had... mellowing to the music.
1: Yeah, but he had some extra stuff. Like he had like headphones uh, and hat okay. and stuff okay. on. There's like there's one that like looks exactly like the figure with like the orange, <laughs> okay, cool. the orange body and the blue legs, the blue <laughs> arms and legs. Um, that looks <laughs> none of them look anything like the characters in the movie. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That's been that I think I think that maybe that was actually originally done for Clone Wars, and then and then I think those characters have shown. Oh, okay. cool. In Rebels as well, but uh,
0: yeah. But Captain Rex, yep, Rex is back. Whew. I mean, we knew it. We know it was coming eventually. But yeah. he's really grumpy. It happens.
1: The, yeah, the, he, he, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I feel like he was a little bit out of character.
0: No, you don't yeah, think, I so? think so? No, not after what happened no. to him in season seven.
2: No, not at I all. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's in survival mode. He,
1: it's just he just, uh, I, I, yeah. He just seemed very negative about everything. Well, wouldn't Um, you be
0: if all of your brothers were turned against you and you had to murder 2000 of them and you were now on the run and everything you ever believed and knew was a lie? And, uh, you know, he's been through some stuff. I'd I'd say uh, cut up some slack. You'd be upset, too, I think. If your world was turned uh, as upside down as Rex's was.
2: Yeah. I think he just needs to get over it. It's not. A baby. <laughs> Stop being such a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I thought everything, you know, everything about him was, um, I don't like you said, believable given the circumstances. It might not have felt exactly like, like the Rex we were used to, but it felt like how Rex would be in this circumstance where he probably, you know, he probably thinks he's one of the only, cl- one of the only, if not the only clone out there that doesn't have his inhibitor chip activated. So um probably just feeling very, you know, isolated and frustrated with the whole situation. Also, I don't know about you guys, but like after all the speculation we did at the end of the last episode about who that was in the cloak and everything, like <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome to see Rex, but also in this whole scene I was kind of like disappointed but more like disappointed in myself for getting all hyped up and i went way off on the speculation of like oh what if it's like mace windu or a jedi or something and it's like oh it's just rex who we knew was gonna be in it from the trailer like
1: yeah i'm pretty sure i said last week it is most likely rex like like don't get your hopes up it is most who is closest yeah um Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his of his cloak poncho thing. And I'm also getting really, really annoyed with these guys for continuing to wear their clone trooper armor, even though it really makes them stand out in a crowd. Um, And there are going to be serious consequences for it next week. But I I, like it's one thing for the Bad Batch to do it because I feel like they're all kind of dummies. But uh, but for Rex to show up and like his <laughs> his his arms are just very obviously his clone trooper armor. It's like it's like guys, come on, come on, you got you're smarter than this, you you're more clever than this. But it's like it's it's where it really shows the 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 kids show aspect of it, where they're like, well, we can't change the way that these characters look yet, because. Otherwise, kids won't know that it's them. And it's like, well, you know, I think that we can actually have a little bit more faith in them. Um, that if we tell them that that's Captain Rex, that they'll know that it's Captain Rex. Like, they'll they'll be able to make that leap with us. But but Rex is still using the same armor in 20 years. So, I guess, I, I don't know. Yeah, I,
0: true. Well, he was also, you know, they were isolated in a... Yeah. In a barren wasteland at the time so
2: yeah uh kyle you want to go ahead and continue uh yeah uh, rex fills them in over drinks he's been keeping a low profile and tech confirms that according to the empire rex was killed in action the clone captain says he's come to ord mantel on the word of trace and rafa martez who encountered the bad batch on Corellia. suddenly wrecker again suffers a headache. Tech assures that their inhibitor chips don't function properly, but this does not assuage Rex's fears. Those chips make you a threat to everyone around you, he says. You're all ticking time bombs. Hunter asks how they can be removed, and Rex says he'll be in touch. So yeah, I mean, this is another one of those scenes where, like, obviously Rex was really intense. Like, he's ready to pull blasters on them Mm -hmm. just for the fact that they haven't deactivated or taken out their chips yet and they're like hey don't worry like order 66 happened we didn't go through with it like our chips are different or don't work or whatever but like we just haven't worried about it because we were different and figured it didn't affect us and rex is like no that's not good enough like i will put you down because i've seen what this does to to you know clones and what it's done to me um so it was pretty intense but again i i thought it fit perfectly with everything that we saw him go through during the siege of mandalore Um, and how traumatizing that was, and how he probably is still carrying a lot of regret over the fact that, like, he almost killed Ahsoka. Um, And so, yeah, he's just like, I'm not willing to take any chances. Um, But obviously, is still, you know, he's not going to just, like, shoot him. He's like, all right, let's figure out a way to get these out. So, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And again, seeing a different side of Rex and seeing how he's sort of adapting to these circumstances. But I thought it was really good.
0: I have a question for you guys. Um, during th- I think I'm pretty sure it was this scene, and not later on when when they're in the infirmary um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know where Rex basically says uh it's rare that anyone can resist the programming of the chip um do we think that means he's already run into Wolf and Gregor, or do is is he talking about someone else because it seems like He's heard of it happening. It's just very, very, very rare. Uh, But that like stuck out to me. And I wondered what he meant by that. Because it just seemed like there was something else he wasn't saying to me.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's either like either he's he's encountered some others firsthand or or he's at least like he's heard about other clones that have resisted I kind of got the impression that he was speaking from his own experience because in in season seven like he he tried really hard not to succumb to order 66 whereas mm. with like like with Cody it's like execute order 66 and he turns around and shoots okay. at Obi-Wan right <laughs> and like, like he doesn't even question it there's no there's no moment there. And, and I know that like, we've got the, the reason for that already, which is that I, uh, I like fives put the idea in his head. Right. The, so I think for most of the clones, when it happens, they, um they don't, they, 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 they just, they just let it wash over them in a way. But mm-hmm. for, I, uh, I, for the bad batch who are, are, are altered. I, I, cause even like, it felt like, like crosshair was resisting a little bit. Um, or if anything, to me, if anything, it's like when it activated in the, in the bad batch, like for most of them, they didn't even notice it. And it didn't really have an effect, but crosshair because of his own personality and his own tendencies kind of felt it in the back of his head and, and, and like went with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like he, he kind of, he kind of followed it down that path. Um, but, but we know that like Rex fights against it, even though it ends up overtaking him. Um, we don't know the story with Wolf yet and we can, we can assume the story with Gregor because we know what happened to him already. Right. Like we know, we know that he hit his head, lost his memory and, and, and all of that. So like that, we, we, suspected even before we ever saw gregor in rebels that order 66 like after after we saw the lost missions it's like well order 66 might not have worked for gregor he might still be out there somewhere sort of thing um and and so seeing him in rebels was like a confirmation of a fan theory almost um so yeah i i think it's kind of all, all along those lines um that he's talking oh, so, about you,
2: it. so you think he lost his or his, his chip sort of lost its functionality when he first like had his amnesia. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: That There's, Cause I, there's no doubt in my I mean, mind that, that that's, that that is the intent of Greg, of Gregor's story. Mm. Like, like in star Wars rebels, like that is, I don't even feel like that's implied. I feel like it's like straight up stated that they, they, I'd have to go back and watch the episode, but but like, like, the, because they do have a conversation about it, about like that that Rex managed to, to, to deal with it. Um, and he like he points at his head, right, where it was ripped yeah. out. Yeah. And uh, we don't really get an understanding of Wolf, but we do. Like, there is like, a, there's a I remember there's an offhand comment about about Gregor because it's it it's also implied that the reason why he's a little bit
2: not all there
1: is because of his head trauma
2: right that, well see that, I, w- I i assumed it was because of that giant explosion that we all thought killed him back in yeah
0: Wars. that's what gave him the amnesia i figured
2: uh, well no because so uh, what mike's talking about though is remember when when they meet gregor at the beginning oh of those, yeah, yeah. Those okay, episodes, makes, he already has amnesia because right. he, he okay. got injured once before
0: mm-hmm. and you know
2: woke up and this guy took him in as a dishwasher and stuff right and sure. you know he so he becomes a soldier again goes off and fights and then he sacrifices himself and stays behind in that massive explosion. And so I assumed that that's what would have, you know, kind of just like echo on the Citadel, like that would have maybe damaged his chip. And that's what kind of made him a little nuts, but it could be a bit of both.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I am curious to see eventually like how many clones are, are out there in the galaxy. I don't imagine that there's a lot more, but I also, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in this story we get, you know, a bunch more of them. And then a reason why Gregor, uh, Rex and Wolf are the only ones sort of left. Um, but, uh, but I mean, even, even in star Wars rebels, there's sort of an implication that there might be others out there somewhere. Um, and that there may even still be some clones in the empire. Right. So, that could that they could end up retconning like reverse engineering that into this story. But, uh, time will tell on that one. Did anybody find it weird that it's like that Rex came all this way to talk to them. And then it like, he's like, you guys need to get these out right away. You're all ticking time bombs. And then leaves. He's like, he's like, I'll be in touch. And it's like, it's like, I'm sorry. Why can we not do this right now? (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) it was, it was very weird to me of like, yeah. And then
2: it was weird at first, but it made sense once we found out why, like where he was going and and where they end up going to take the chips out. Like they couldn't do it right there at SIDS. Like he probably, I, I, I doubt that like the med bays on the, the Republic cruisers are the only place in the whole galaxy where you could have taken that out. Obviously you could have done it at like a more advanced medical facility or something, but like, Sid probably doesn't have that capability. And also Rex is just looking for something he's familiar with. And like, he knows how he got his out. So he's going to do the same thing with them. Yeah. 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 It, it, it all
1: felt kind of like, as opposed to being like weirdly convenient, it was all weirdly inconvenient where it was like, I think that we can actually shortcut some of this stuff, but, but they wanted to isolate the characters so that Wrecker could have his break right like because you don't want that to happen on on ord mantel you don't want that to happen in front of other characters you want that to be like a a a private moment (laughs) sort of thing yeah so so i think like in in writing the story they were like where can we go that we know that there will be republic cruisers and uh but that they'll be isolated and alone it's like and somebody was like how about we take them to that planet from the star wars came uh and that's why we end up on braca um here all speaking of which i will continue here uh sometime later the bad batch sometime later we like even the official synopsis on star wars.com isn't really clear on on how long it took rex to figure this out and what happened in between but in any case uh they're taking time bombs. sometime later the bad batch head to braca to meet with rex They all need their inhibitor chips removed with the exception of Omega, who claims not to have one. Upon arrival, they quickly zero in on Rex's coordinates. The planet is one big starship graveyard and controlled by the Scrapper Guild. Uh, They must move stealthily to reach their destination, an original Venator-class cruiser. Um, Yeah. I, I... yeah, like I said, it's weirdly inconvenient that uh, that they have to find find a, a, like an old Venator-class cruiser in order to do this, but that's fine.
2: I don't know. I, I thought it made a lot of sense, again, given the limited resources that they would have to work with and the fact that Rex is like, okay, this is the one place where I know that this works, um, so let's just kind of go back there and not take any chances. But also, I mean... I probably love Jedi Fallen Order just as much as you do, Mike. And it was really cool just to find out that this was, in fact, Braca. I mean, we saw a little bit of this in the yeah. trailer, just in like a couple of shots I, of them with Rex. And I was I was wondering, I was like, that looks like it could be Braca because it looks like it's a whole planet of like junk and wrecked ships and stuff. But it looks completely different from how it does in Jedi Fallen Order just because we're used to seeing it in the dark and the rain. Um, the only other time we've seen it and now it's just kind of broad daylight and dry. And so I thought maybe it was a different junk planet, but the fact that it is the same thing and we're just seeing kind of a different side of it or a different climate, um, was really cool. And, you know, I love seeing, uh, connections to that game and other stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't really feel if they hadn't told us that this was Braca, I don't think that I would have gotten there i uh, it 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 did it did feel a little bit um uh, disconnected from the from the visuals of um of the video game uh and and there's and 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 where else did we see braca oh i think was it in one of the comics uh, no braca was in resistance reborn um uh, they they end up on Broca at one point and uh, I uh, yeah, so it's like described in that, and and one of the main things is the big sarlacc things. I don't think that they're actually sarlaccs because I think that they're bigger than sarlaccs. But the the like like there are the reason why Bracca is used as this junkyard planet is because of these creatures, um, and 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 I mean like we got we kind of get a, a a bit of that with the Dianoga, but it is it is a Dianoga I think
2: so. I don't wait. The thing that takes record down.
0: Yeah, yeah. It makes the dianoga sound. I think that's a
2: dianoga because it's got well.
0: No, it is man. Really, because it's got multiple tentacles. Yeah, doesn't a dianoga have multiple tentacles? Yeah,
1: dianogas have multiple tentacles.
0: I mean, like, I mean, mean, like, what are you, what
1: are you considering canon? Because so far in Star Wars, the only canon dianoga is the one in the trash compactor, and uh, right, and
2: that's the one I'm thinking
1: of. And now this one, so. I don't, uh, uh, let me see, let me see, because I, I oh, know weird. that I but Jonah it, Marie I was it... tweeting about it, that it's a Dianoga, because she thought that it was a, that maybe it was a Rathtar and I made the joke on Twitter that, uh, no, Dianoga is a, is a monster spaghetti, and Rathtars are monster meatballs. Uh, yeah. That's how. That's yeah. How you no, I, did, I was, just looked
2: it uh, up, and apparently, dinogas do have a bunch of tentacles. Uh, for whatever reason, just because yeah. of the way we see it in Episode Four, I always just pictured them as like an eel looking thing. I didn't realize they were like. No, yeah. In Shadows Octopus, of the Empire, in the in the
1: today. Shadows of the Empire video game, if you are bad enough at the game that you end up in that water, <laughs> you'll see mm-hmm. the Dianoga and it actually in that looks like a meatball with a with an eye stalk and uh and just things sticking out of it but that was the n64 so um concept gallery yeah yeah it's a dianoga yeah it's right there in the in the concept gallery yay it has it's actually like it's it's less uh like an octopus type of thing and it's actually more of like a monstrous sea star uh the the way that it looks here Mm -hmm. um that's just got like the eye stock on the back uh, I, I think that they missed an opportunity with that. Uh, we're not there yet, but, but I, uh, I, like, like not having a direct reference to the eyeball popping out yeah. and going back in feels like a real right. missed opportunity to me to like, to really like give us some suspense of like, cause it was like, oh, there's something in there. Um, and they do, they do have the line, which Which is a reference to A New Hope, where Luke is like, "There's something in here," and and uh, and Hans like, "It's your imagination," Um, and I can't remember who says it, but somebody is like, "There's something alive in here," uh, or something like that. But uh, there there was the moment where I was like, "Oh, so it's going to be a dianoga," but they could have been a little bit more overt with it.
0: Was Um, it when they were saying "stay above the water" when they were like walking in and like the water was kind of like weirdly moving? And, and I think Hunter was like, stay above the water. We, or maybe
2: Rex said it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. But um, anyway, where, where are we right now? Uh, I think I'm up. It's, a, it's Yeah, go, go ahead.
0: All righty. Uh, let's see. So it's got to be this one. Okay. The ship is rusted. The ship is rusted out and severely damaged, making the journey within difficult. Wrecker, already afraid of heights, struggles to cross a great chasm, especially when something grabs him from the murky waters below. The giant tentacled beast, which is a Dianoga, holds <laughs> on to him, but the team manages to pull Wrecker up. Makes you miss battling clankers, doesn't it, says Rex. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, it, it's funny because my girlfriend, Tina, was watching it with me and I was like, oh, Dianoga, Dianoga. She's like, how do you know that? And I'm like, it's making the sound of a Dianoga. Plus it has all the tentacles. It's got like the big mouth, like in Shadows of the Empire. And she just looked at me like, how would anybody know this? Why, why would any, how would any like yeah. normal person know that this was a Dianoga? I said, do you remember the little eye guy from A New Hope? She's like, yeah. So, and it's funny you say that because we literally had this conversation. She's like, do you remember the little eyeball in the trash compactor in, in the first Star Wars? She's like, yeah, I remember that. That thing. She's like, oh, okay. Why didn't they show the eye I was like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't show it at all, which is so interesting. Cause like when you look at the concept gallery, it's, it's, it's there in this, in this concept painting, mm-hmm. um, but it's fully underwater. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 does, it feels like such a big missed opportunity, but if I know anything about uh, Lucasfilm animation, now that we have a Dianoga model, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll show up later. we'll see
1: it again at some point uh maybe not in bad batch but uh but but uh, in something at some point
2: well i mean heck even at the end of this episode like they're staying on the planet and it seems mm. like people are, are maybe going to be coming after them. so now that they know that that's there they maybe they could use that against i think I, and i know we're jumping to the end but they said like call the empire right like it's the yeah. like, scrapper guild that finally yeah. but then they're like alert the empire so maybe we'll see some oh, stormtroopers yeah. get fed to the dianoga next week Or this week, I guess. Very true. possibly.
0: Very true. I like it. It's funny, because I did one, I was like, wow, I'm surprised they didn't have the Bad Batch, like, kill this thing. Like, everybody jump in to save Wrecker, stab the thing to death, or whatever, and kill it. They just kind of, like, let them dangle there. But maybe that's why they need for the story they need it alive for the next episode or something
1: yeah it, it y that's a good point actually i that 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 could be a really cool moment of them like knowing that they're being hunted by i'm gonna guess crosshair and and his team and mm-hmm. they like lead them into the ship knowing that the dianoga is there they know how to avoid it but these guys won't and mm-hmm, yeah. uh, and and dump them into the water or something and we see we see somebody get eaten by a Dianoga. That'd be pretty
0: cool. And then they stun Crosshair and get him to the uh, get his chip Uh, removed. But he's still a bad guy like you predicted.
1: (laughs) I I hope so. I really hope. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't necessarily hope that it happens this week, but I hope in general that I'm right about that, that, like, they're going to get the chip out and he's going to be like, you guys left me behind. This is an I'm, opportunity, I'm though,
0: now. right? Like, yeah. Why can't Why can't they just stun any clones that might show up and put them in the machine? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, now we have extra friends.
1: Yeah, they just put together their own army. Uh, there.
2: <laughs> there you go. There uh, you go. Kyle, you want
1: to? You want to keep going?
2: Yeah. Um, they finally reach the medical bay, but as the clones prepare for the procedure, Wrecker's pain intensifies. Meanwhile, Omega expresses concern that something could go wrong with the operations and she'll be left alone. You're stuck with us for the long run. Got it? Hunter says. Wrecker grows more and more agitated, and when Tech moves to administer a sedative, the powerful clone grabs him by the throat. You're in direct violation of Order 66, he says, throwing his friend across the room. Dun, dun, dun. I was really surprised that they got here this fast.
1: Um, I was too. I, yeah, I thought we were gonna get a lot more story before this moment, and uh, I and that they were gonna keep messing with us. Um, but so I know that some people are probably are probably present pleasantly surprised by it because they were worried about it. But for me, it was like, oh, I thought we were gonna play with this a little bit more. But uh, but still, it was, I
2: kinda, I kind of yeah. like the decision though because like by a certain point. Um, you know, we know it's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the first time, I think it was in maybe like the second episode that you see Wrecker bump his head. And I remember everybody being like, oh, shoot, his chip is activating. And I, I, I was like, I, I don't see it. Like he just bumped his head. That doesn't mean anything. But we've seen it a couple more. We've seen it a couple more times since then. And then obviously in the last episode, he kind of had his little episode where he was like struggling with it and was like, good soldiers follow orders, but then it passed out. And so it's like, okay, we know we're going there. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like they could have like, milked it a whole lot and like toyed with it aside from just like i don't know again they they maybe could have put us in a situation with like ahsoka or a jedi or something and wondering like is wrecker gonna turn and shoot them at any second but aside from that it was i think we kind of got to a point where we're like okay we know it's coming at some point and so i was kind of surprised that it happened this soon i thought it would maybe be another like couple episodes but um, I thought it was effective. I didn't feel like it was too soon or anything like that.
1: Yeah, it didn't feel too soon. I ju- I was just expecting them to really like drag this out further into the season, but uh, but I mean, I guess we are basically we're just about halfway through, right? What were sixteen yeah. episodes? So um, yeah, well, this yeah. is what seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, is this six or seven? Yeah, um, this was seven. Yeah, yeah. So we're basically halfway through. Um, yeah, uh, I'll I'll keep going here. Uh, the hulking clone opens fire on anyone within range. As the team ducks for cover, Hunter orders they draw Wrecker out of the room so that he can't damage the operating equipment. As the clones flee, Wrecker follows them. He does not hold back, defeating them all in hand-to-hand combat until Omega fires a warning shot. Enraged, Wrecker stalks the girl through the ship's darkened corridors. He finally finds Omega hiding underneath some debris. The young clone tries desperately to calm him, but to no avail. Good soldiers follow orders, Wrecker says, blaster raised. But before he can fire, Wrecker suffers a stun blast and falls. I... this was... uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, yeah fighting the bad batch was not a big deal to me because it was I I was also kind of like I like we them doing it this early in the season I was like okay I think everybody's gonna be fine like I'm not too worried about it Um, we certainly know Rex is gonna be fine I I but then when it gets into the part where where he's basically hunting Omega I was like this is this is crossing a line like like and and i don't mean that as in like this show shouldn't be on like it, like i'm not being like a social justice uh, 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 person of any kind uh shape or form in this instance i am in other instances but i'm just saying that like like it 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 crossed a line into like something that star wars doesn't usually do which like they put they put a kid in peril um usually when they're the little kids it's like i mean like anakin puts himself in danger but but it's not puts a lot of
2: other little kids in danger too if you remember
1: (laughs) yeah well that's a good point (laughs) a a point well made kyle um but but you guys know what i mean right like they tend to it, it tends to be a little bit more more innocent than that but in the for this it's like oh geez man like we know that nothing's really gonna happen to omega but at the same time it's like physical harm certainly not but emotional trauma maybe possibly (laughs) um but i think she comes out of it all right but uh but still it's uh it's it's scary for a minute it's like it's pretty legitimately scary i enjoyed it i enjoyed that part of it
2: Yeah, I did too. Like you said, it was pretty intense. And there were several moments where like, I knew in the back of my head, everybody's probably going to be fine. It's like, obviously they're not going to kill off Omega. Like you said, we know Rex is going to be fine. And like, I mean, I'm assuming we may lose one of the Bad Batch at some point. Like one of them might sacrifice themselves to save Omega or save the rest of the squad or maybe get killed by Crosshair or somebody's going to have to kill Crosshair or whatever. But like, I was pretty sure we weren't going to lose anybody this early on yeah, um, and not have Wrecker like kill one of his own squad when they're so close to getting his chip out. But still they kept being in all these like just little scenarios where somebody had a gun pointed at somebody else or he's hunting Omega or even when he had his, his hand around uh, uh Tech's throat and was like holding him up and choking him. I was like, hang on, they're not actually going to go there. Are they like, what's, what's about to happen right here? So yeah, that kept me on edge the whole time.
1: Yeah, they, they did a pretty good job of it. They they definitely did a pretty good job of it. Um, something that that I think on other shows would have been less suspenseful. They 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 managed to keep us on the edge of our seat with this one. Um, Joe, you wanna you wanna keep going?
0: Sure. Uh, wait, is it me? Is, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, it was just really? me. So yeah. Oh, okay, my bad uh with the situation under control uh they they carry on the procedure to remove wrecker's inhibitor chip, but following the operation, he doesn't immediately awaken. Omega refuses to leave her friend's side after some time. wrecker parts omega's head no pats <laughs> wrecker parts it open <laughs> wrecker pats omega's head. he's awake, she says excitedly. The rest of the team meanwhile prepare for their own operations. Wrecker stops Omega, apologizing for what happened. I I tried as hard as I could, he says. I just couldn't make it stop. Omega replies that it's okay and offers him some Mantel mix now that their mission is over. Uh, Somebody on Reddit. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was, I was just gonna say, which was really sweet of her, but like was she just carrying that popcorn around in her pocket in the her whole time pocket. since they left a, yeah, she it? Man's handle, pocket that corn. was probably yeah. pretty nasty. Yeah. It is a it is
0: a kid thing to do though, right? This true. Is true, true. Like a kid wouldn't care about that. Um something really interesting that I saw pointed out on Reddit though, uh, that I wanna bring up. So this is the episode with Rex in it, obviously. Um Rex was holding Fives in his arms when he died and Fives's final words were the mission the nightmare is over. And Rex was standing right there when when she said that. And I want to go back and watch it to see if there is any hint of Rex reacting to that. Um mm. but I think that's cool. That's a neat little ooh, twist the knife kind of thing. Um you know, not not as, like, hit you over the head, obvious, or maybe it just happened to be a coincidence or whatever, but I thought that was cool, so I thought I'd bring it up.
2: Yeah, oh, no, when like, like when, when Omega
0: says the mission is over? Yeah, when the mission, when Omega... Oh, oh, the mission's over. Hmm. And this happens to be the Rex episode, and, and that line has some significance to Rex, because I'm sure he uh, has not forgotten that those were Fives' last words, and I know he feels some kind of... Uh, I don't know if it's it's guilt or responsibility or whatever, but, you know, he was very involved in everything that happened with that. and He, you know, maybe. Um, I don't know that doesn't make sense. I was going to follow the train of thought that, oh, maybe that's one of the reasons he was saying, uh, you know, it's rare that a trooper resists their chip programming, uh, you know, with fives. But like the order wasn't triggered with five. So I don't know. I'm just I'm just kind of spitballing and thinking as I go here. I don't yeah, know what
1: do you no, got I, <laughs> I I could I could I could see there like if if someone was paying attention I I and along those same those same lines it would be interesting to see if Rex sort of reacts to that cuz that's a that's that's a cool sort of uh, uh not really easter egg but just like connection mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. into what happened in the Clone Wars but uh but I could also see them like not thinking on that wavelength yeah um, cuz it's really just to me focused in on on the relationship in, between uh, Omega and and wrecker in that moment right like it's kind of yeah. just... we established that they've like they've got this thing that they do uh, at the end of every mission mm-hmm. and so and and the reason why we established that is so that we could have this moment at the end right but um, but all of that said like yeah that 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 definitely is a nice parallel it is a nice
2: little rhyme moment to to bring into it i like it Mm -hmm. um also i mean in in this moment too when they pull wrecker out of the uh out of the surgery and he's like like omega tries to wake him up and he's not moving at first and again i'm thinking like he's gonna be fine they wouldn't actually do this but at the same time i'm like oh shoot they're not actually gonna like he better freaking wake up (laughs) um because also they they had kind of set that up earlier again where they were talking about the the procedure potentially being dangerous and Omega's like what if i lose you guys and so you know i was like wait is this like a payoff or you know after successfully subduing (laughs) record and then successfully taking his chip out is he gonna die after all this um so yeah just another another bit of suspense that, that kept me on the edge this whole time and you know just made my heart drop for just a second. And then you realize like he's still breathing and they're like, oh no, he just needs time to rest. So
0: what a way to go. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Seriously. Uh, Kyle, you want to, you
2: want to close out the episode here? Yeah. Uh, Outside Hunter and Rex talk, the clone captain says he's still fighting for the Republic and that the bad batch could be a tremendous asset. Hunter admits that he isn't sure what's best for his team yet, but leaves his old friend with one assurance: "Captain, if you're ever in a bind," Hunter says, "you know where to reach us." In the distance, however, scouts from the Scrapper Guild silently watch Hunter and go to contact the Empire.
1: Dun dun dun! <laughs> yeah, uh, finally we're gonna get we're gonna get Crosshair catching up with the Bad Batch. I think, I think, I think that's what we're. I hope so. Hinting at, we haven't
2: here. seen him in like five episodes.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. Hey, eh? it's it's it has been it has been quite a bit since we've seen uh since we've seen Crosshair. Uh, the last time we saw him, he by uh, murdered one of his own troops and then made everybody else kill some villagers, uh, some some defenseless people. So, um, yeah, he's a bad guy, that's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see him intersect with these characters again. Um, I don't know. Do you, is it, there isn't really anybody else that it could be coming? Right? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't think, think so. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. I yeah.
2: I, I mean, and that to me wasn't necessarily a setup of like, oh, it's going to be a big surprise character or something. I mean, it could just be like some clone troopers or some stormtroopers. but I, I think it's definitely a perfect opportunity to uh, have Crosshair catch up with them again. Yeah. Um, yeah it's interesting to me that
1: like like i I know that for us from a story perspective, the reason why they're staying on braca is so that this can happen, but I hope that they give us like some reason of like basically that like it it's not safe for them to to get in the ship and fly it, having all just undergone brain surgery um <laughs> It was interesting. It was really interesting that they showed us like they made a real big deal of showing us the side of tech's head and the fact that like they had shaved away his hair in order to do it. But then we never really got that with with Hunter of like, oh, yeah, Hunter's got long hair. Like, like, I guess I guess maybe it's just a bandana hiding it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or
2: his hair is long enough that they could shave off a patch and the rest still covers it. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> but uh echo and uh, and wrecker we don't have to worry about uh uh did they did they take it out of echo
2: i guess they did right like that was i they think were, so they were yeah I'd, I'd i'd have to go back and check again but i do seem to remember seeing him with like a patch on his head okay
1: um but yeah i uh, i'm i'm really curious to see how long that like if if we just like obviously this next episode, if it's taking place right after, um, I expect them to still have their, their little, uh, uh band-aids on their heads. But, but like the week after, like, are we going to like, are they going to be like a, a month later? And now everybody's got their hair back. Um, cause I doubt that we're going to live with, uh, a shaved patch on the side of tech's head for very long, but,
0: I just thought that was interesting they, they, for you guys. Have, yeah. have we now seen everything from the trailers? I, think I believe so. so. I think so. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. It's all uncharted territory seeing, now.
2: Yeah. I remember seeing like, like the, the space, like dogfight chase from the beginning of the episode, the captain okay. Rex stuff. Yeah. And then like record with the Dianoga. I thought, I assumed those would all be like three separate stories and they all happened in this one. So, um, yeah, I, I remember thinking that at, like after this episode was over, I was like, "Wait, that's everything from the trailers now, right?" Wow. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm pretty sure that it is. Um, it's not unheard of that we get a mid season trailer though, uh, but that's yeah, usually, but that's, that's that's usually, that's usually when they the break, break, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh man, oh. so this is nine episodes. We we just don't know. We're just there it is. There it all yep. is. Un- oh, I uncharted, love it.
2: Un- uncharted territory. Oh, I'm excited. This is cool. Except except for the fact that we know we're probably still on Braca next week. But True. Um, True. Now, I will say, Mike, I don't know if you thought about this. Um, you know, it's funny. Like in the last episode, we were talking about the possibility of seeing a cameo from a young Han Solo there on Corellia. And I was kind of hoping that we'd get a cameo of like Cal Kestis here on Bracca because he would be (laughs) there at this point. And obviously like he doesn't need to get involved in the story, but if they just bump into a bunch of scrappers and there's a kid with them, even if he had like a helmet or something on like the the guys that we saw did, but you just kind of assume like, Oh, the kid that they got with them, that's probably Cal Kestis. Are are the,
0: the scrappers guild. Was that who Cal was working with? Yeah, it is. So it is the exact same organization.
1: Yeah, which is why these I guys are them, yeah. wearing the same the same okay. blue and orange ponchos with okay. the hood and and their their gloves are the same. Like there's a yeah, they 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 made a real clear effort of like, hey, look. Uh, uh, they're wearing the same outfit. That's pretty neat.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, I played it when it first came out, so I really didn't remember those details. The helmet looked familiar, but You but, only played uh, it once? Unbelievable. I'm I'm so- Listen, Mike, I'm doing this thing where I'm running through all of the games in my backlog. I'm going through as many as I can that I just bought and didn't play. I beat 60 games last year. I'm not replaying any games. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going so hard. This year I'm doing the longer games that I've been putting off. So I'm trying to beat one RPG per month this year. Um, but a lot of time, man, so it's a lot. It's a lot to intake. And then uh, it's, you forget a lot of details. So that's kind of the downside of it. But I'm trying to get my money's worth on all the games I've bought. on, you know, impulse bought on Steam sales or Nintendo sales or whatever. No, I'll just
1: buy video games and never play them. There's nothing wrong. With yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's what I do. Uh, yeah, see, see I'm the
2: opposite. The I buy like th- I buy like three games a year and just replay the heck out of them. <laughs> You're smarter than I am, man. I've, I've also played Jedi Fallen Order three times. Oh wow! Okay, it's good. I would,
0: I would, if I, I definitely would play it again. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Important.
2: In fact, I started it for a fourth time earlier this year, but then Mass Effect Legendary <laughs> Edition came out, and I'm playing mm. that, even though I've played that trilogy like a half dozen times already. So,
1: I, mm. uh, I, I apologize if you guys can hear, uh, if uh, listeners, if you guys can hear Cassie, she's having yeah. a bad night. She's having a rough night tonight. Um, but I, uh, yeah, let's, I. Uh, Let's jump into the mailbag real quick. All right.
0: This is Fulcrum. Come in. we've received a transmission from someone using our
2: subspace frequency. Fulcrum. Incoming transmission from the Rebel Cells. Fulcrum mailbag.
1: All righty. Over on social media, I asked uh, the question, Captain Rex is back. Do you think we'll see him again sooner rather than later? And uh over on everybody, people were uh, conspicuously silent this week. Uh, mm. but, but over on Instagram, uh, Alexandrina ATK, who I think has has commented on every episode this season. So that's rad. I uh, uh, says, I think later, probably, by the end of the season, but not in the next few episodes. Also, did Rex paint his helmet with the rest of the 501st in, in Clone Wars Season 7? I thought he did, but since it wasn't painted here, I'm suddenly not so sure. He didn't. No, he didn't no. He didn't add the, the Ahsoka
2: paint job that everybody else did.
0: Yeah, he was just holding well, a helmet and presented it to
2: Ahsoka, it was, but it wasn't right. his helmet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's holding one when she walks into that hangar, but he doesn't wear it in battle.
1: Which, like... Which like weird move, Rex?
0: Like, yeah, like that's one of your best pals. Everybody else does it. You're just like, no, nah, I'm good. Like,
1: hey, Commander, come take a look. <laughs> okay. We want to show you something rad. And and then he's like, hey, look at this helmet. And then I uh, and then the awkward moment in the gunship later when uh when 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 they're like on the descent and Rex puts his helmet on and Ahsoka looks and is like, you did paint your helmet. <laughs> Everybody else painted their helmets you gave sorry, me the helmet. the
2: How? sorry commander. The viewers need to know which one's me.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I've the already got the it. J guys up <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. Too much. You know, I didn't I worked really hard on this one. And, uh, you know, I mel- welded the two helmets together. Like I got to look, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, uh, yeah, no, I am. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sure there was no awkward moment. I'm sure everybody was fine <laughs> with it, but, uh, uh, no, his his helmet has stayed the same because obviously it's it's also the same in Star Wars Rebels, right? Um, he's a hero character, so he doesn't. They're not going to change that. Um, for the same reason why he was in his clone, his very conspicuous white and blue clone armor here, and it's like, I I I I guess I I. Vader is supposed to assume that Rex is dead along with the rest of those troopers. But, uh, but if his helmet's not there and, uh, you know, all that, uh, it, it, it yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be drawing attention to myself in that way, but, uh, uh I totally lost my train of thought there. Um, is it my fault? No, it's the, it's the kid. kid. I, I, but uh, yeah, anyways, I, I, no, he didn't paint his helmet. It's fine. I, I really want them to get new outfits. They need new armor. That's not clone armor. And I, that might be sacrilegious to a lot of people, but to me, I mean, I,
0: I don't want to see clones out of clone trooper armor, even if it's like rebel style where they have like a little bit of it left, but I get why they really need to not be running. just kind of like how Obi-Wan really shouldn't have been running around Tatooine wearing Jedi robes for 20 years.
2: But. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing I find funny with Jedi robes is that like, m- maybe this was just EU, but like Jedi robes were supposed to look inconspicuous. Like mm. they, they were supposed to look like just regular robes that like anybody would. That wear.
1: was, that was in the Phantom Menace. I, uh, they weren't visual guides back then, but they were visual dictionary, I think,
2: Wow, but
1: that it did say that in the visual dictionary that like the Jedi wore their robes, like to blend in with the rest of the galaxy. They were supposed to be yeah. inconspicuous.
2: Um, and I, I feel like I've also read that maybe in some EU novels, which is too. just
1: to, to justify why everybody on Tatooine dresses like they're a Jedi. <laughs> Cause they all have like brown <laughs> robes and such. Um, well, let's wrap it up there because I, cause, cause that kid needs uh, uh, somebody go help chill them out. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Uh, of course, as always for joining me, we don't have a description or a title for next week, like as usual. So, uh, so I guess we'll just, I mean, we do know what's going to happen. We know that Crosshair is going to show up and everything's going to go all to hell. Uh, and the Dianoga is probably going to eat one of those uh, nameless. Uh, I well, we need like a name for them because they're not they're not stormtroopers yet. But Rampart called it something, didn't he? What's the? Don't,
0: doesn't it have a Black Series figure? What's the Black Series figure called? like elite troopers or something? Yeah,
1: I think they're. Called oh, it I think it is. Yeah,
0: just like. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Um. Yeah. So let's stick with that elite troopers. So an elite trooper is gonna get eaten by a dianoga, and they don't have names for a reason, uh, and it's because they're all gonna slowly get wiped out (laughs) by the bad
0: guys. Elite squad trooper. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay.
2: Um, And hey, maybe after the empire catching them because of being spotted by some scrappers, maybe then they'll ditch their armor and get some new disguises.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like like that's what that's what I was gonna say is that like Echo has his 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 bounty hunter his slash robot droid costume. outfit and it's like the others need need some better not just like civvies but like <clears throat> but but combat protection. ready stuff yeah right? protection yeah um but uh anyways uh that's it for this week thank you guys for listening and we will catch you on the next one
0: looks like bad batch is blasting off again
1: Follow Rebel Cells on Twitter and Instagram at Rebel Cells and on Facebook at Rebel Cells Podcast. You can support the podcast in three ways. First, by going to the podcast service of your choice, leaving a rating and review to help others find the show. Second, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support to get cool rewards like exclusive podcasts and more.